ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com, and the ESPN 1420 app. For those of you listening to ESPN 1420 live on your desktop or mobile device via our mobile app and a connected cars and on smart speakers, it is brought to you by Champagne's Market on the Oil Center. Champagne's going the extra mile. A man who can run many miles. Mr. James Butler, former Green Bay Packer wide receiver. Why you started with that? I'm pretty sure it is. Giving you some love from, you know, catching passes from Aaron Rodgers once upon a time. Former Louisiana Raging Cajun, hardcore, diehard Saints fan from New Orleans. Friend of the program, friend of mine, friend in life. And he is in here with a giant smile on his face. Good morning. First, let's start this off. I need you to. I need you to go ahead and in in the same energy you came on air with the last time I was here is the same energy I need. Oh, you to. I got great energy, man! Did you watch that Saints game Sunday? I I'm feeling it. good. I watched it, but I'm pretty sure the people listening heard what good. you said about this game. Oh, so. I thought they would lose a close game. You didn't say it was going to be close. I said that on Friday. That was my pick on oh, Friday. Yeah, you did say that Friday. But when I, mean, I was here, you didn't say that. Oh, I, you know, at the time, look, as you know, as Saints fan, you go through a range of emotions. You try to be objective. You you thought the Saints would win? I right? did. I know. Good. That was awesome. They I, did. I don't, I don't know. Think you didn't. Lose. You didn't think they were going to give up? Th- you know, only three points. I didn't see that happening. No, no, no one did. That's what was so amazing about it. Like if if, if someone told me. Sunday morning, look, going into the fourth quarter, Jameis Winston will have only thrown for like 93 yards. I'd be like, ooh. That's, that looks bad. Unless bro. unless the Saints rush for like 300. Like, it's just good. But actually, no. The game was already done. There was no question who was going to win. It was complete domination. That, that They dominated in the trenches, James. They did. And, and, and that's being talked about the least in terms – and I get it, right? You look at Jameis. You look at the defense. You look at what they did to Aaron Rodgers – but them dominating in the trenches really elevated gave Jameis plenty of time, and he made good decisions. They established the run early. They got after Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it was the worst loss of his career in terms of point differential as a starter. Worst loss yeah. by a quarterback coming off in their first game coming off of an MVP season. Right. I mean, there were all kind of yeah. stuff that was that even surprised somebody that loves the Saints as much as you. But see, I don't like the narrative that I've seen this morning on all of the social networks that this notion that Aaron Rodgers may be trying to sabotage the season and just not giving credit to the Saints defense. Sabotage. You know who sang the song Sabotage? I see I knew this was gonna happen. <laughs> I knew this was gonna happen. Sorry, sorry. I was, get, I was just waiting for no, it. No, no, getting back on track. Getting back on I track. I was just waiting for it. But no, I, I hate that. Like I hate how it, it seems like when it comes to the Saints. It always has to be like last year when they played Tom Brady. You know, oh, you know, there was no preseason and just not giving oh, credit won. to the yeah. Well, you know, you know you're going to get that as a as a, if you're a fan of a team, you're going to hear that at very because you got to have different different takes and and whatever. I mean, not what I told Saints fans on Monday, and there was one or two people that are like, Ramon, you know, it's just week one. I'm like, I would not tell a single Saints fan. Mm-hmm. Anything other than enjoy, like inject this into your veins, enjoy it. This dopamine that you're still feeling on Monday morning after the game, you ride that wave as long as you can. I don't care at this moment in time what's going to happen. I don't care 
about Sunday's game yet. I don't care about, oh, well, now they're, you got to change this or that. I don't care. I've just so enjoyed it. Was, it was glorious. So you're trying to say, are you are you trying to combat that by saying enjoy it now because it's going to get no, worse later? No, I have no idea. Saying, I have no idea what's going to happen later. I don't know. I know but, exactly what's going to happen later. <laughs> <laughs> what you laughing for? What you, you laughing you, for? You laughed. You what are you laughing for? You laughed first. No, I'm because, saying, you're, I, because I can't wait to hear what you're going to say. I know exactly what's going to happen. I, I came up here and told you <laughs> that uh, everything that's happened so far was going to happen. First of all, you asked me the question. Let's talk about crossing the d for a second. Wait, but didn't you just acknowledge that you didn't see the, the three coming? I don't think nobody's seen that. That's coming. my point. That's all I'm saying. Okay. No one did. No one did. I'm not saying, oh, well, you didn't say. No, that's my point. That's another reason why it was such a glorious performance. Well, let me ask you this. Um, Paulson and Debo look good. No, no, not that. We're going to go back to what you said. Because we're going to bring that up, too, because you questioned that last yeah, time I was Yeah, it was, James, of course I did. But listen, I didn't know. That's the point I'm I trying know. to make. All right, well, I good for you. What okay, do you want? You, you, I, I just want you to acknowledge what, I acknowledge that, I that, right. you, you, that you were right about Paulson and Debo after his week one performance. Okay. Why you had the word like that? Because it's that one game. I was game. right about the Saints winning this game. Sure you were. Okay, well, that, that's all I wanted to do. You won say. the game. Absolutely. But no, seriously, though. like I'm serious. No, I I, I will commend you. I'm not trying to be funny. I, I, I appreciate I that. mean it. You know, because you, you came on here and was saying that I'm just being objective because I'm just saying. No, no, no. I, I, I said when you, when you were saying Jameis Winston's going to be the MVP. Is that far-fetched now to say? I mean, it's still one game. Like, I, know, but I mean that, but that that was when I responded like, "That's the fan in you, James." That's what I, I mean. Responded. Okay, but and then you said they're going to win the Super Bowl, and I said that's the fan in you. But then I I also admitted that I didn't think they'd win the Super Bowl, but I still bought a ticket, a ticket at a right, sports book right, for them to right, win the Super yeah. Bowl, which is somewhere, and I am not throwing it away. But like the, you know, the fan in you, the objective part of you, like that's when you when you come on. That's one. I mean, a lot of reasons I love having you on. You have the perspective of a former player, and you walk this tightrope between fan and objectivity. And sometimes I can't tell <laughs> which side is which, and it's highly entertaining to me. I love it. <laughs> ESPN fourteen twenty, James Butler. So, all right. I look. You know what? I feel like I owe you this because you you walked in here like you you owe me some props. I give you your props. I will give you. My wife would probably love this. But I'm gonna. She'd love it if I if I said this to her. I will not speak for sixty seconds. Okay. All right. I'm gonna start the timer now. You can say okay. whatever you want. Okay. First, I want to say shout out to Christian Ringo. He played very well yesterday. Definitely caused the interception that Aaron Rodgers threw two pass in the Debo. I seen that man. Shout out to you. I just want to say to the fans everywhere. Well, everyone is listening to the show because I'm not gonna say everyone is a fan. I came in here and said that the Saints were going to win this game. I had a conversation with my sister yesterday because we were discussing fantasy football, which she's very good. She said she expects Green Bay to win. I told her, I said, I don't know. I have a feeling that we're going to win this game. And we go out and do that. I'm just on top of the world right now, man. You can't. Listen, and Tampa Bay didn't necessarily look good either. You know, so that's all I have to say. Everyone's riding Tampa Bay and saying they're going to go undefeated. I don't know. I still, I still feel like the Saints are going to take it, and I still say we're going to the Super Bowl. That's it. That's 60 seconds. How many oh, seconds do I have left? What, you, what are you saying? Time is up. Um, and for those that are saying, what does he mean yesterday? So, James, you, many know you're a state trooper. Mm-hmm. James has to be um, – 
out of the James has got a lot of work for the rest of the week. So he's recording this on the Monday. So he is still riding that dopamine. So right. for those that are wondering right. about what he's saying yesterday and that that's why he's saying it like yeah, that. Yeah, I apologize, yeah. No, no, you don't need. Hey, look, I gave you gave you your full minute. Um and no offense, James, and I I, I have to tell you cuz I tell any listener that that does it too. Okay. And it would be wrong if I I mean, no one cares about your fantasy team. Okay, that's fine. Just I don't want to hurt your feelings, but when people start calling, they're like, man, I almost had this play or that play. Now, look, as a friend, when you text me about it, that's different. Mm-hmm. I just mean like on the air, like no one cares how my fantasy But you're supposed did. to be my Bill Parcells. I'm supposed, <laughs> you're supposed to be, I'm supposed to come oh, to you, you and ask you for advice, and you're supposed to be there for me, man. All right, we can do, but as, as a friend, we can do that. But on the air, I just don't think that's a good place to do it because no one listening okay. cares about your fantasy. No, but I'm, I'm just bringing that to a point to say, me and my sister had a conversation about it because I do have James Winston on my fantasy team, which shows my belief in him mm-hmm. already. And you just said he's going to win the MVP and the is. Saints are going to win the Super Bowl. They, they are. Objectively, you feel that way. No. Factually, I feel that oh. way. God, I love having you on. <laughs> Get me fired up. Uh, I'm just I'm just enjoying, just enjoying that win. It was amazing. Week one is in the books. I'm going to ride that wave and uh, – See what happens Sunday against Carolina. You know, a caller pointed out on Monday, they're like, you know, when when you win the turnover battle by, you know, three and you mm-hmm. have the time of possession battle on and you have way more total yards, you're supposed to crush an opponent. Right. Somehow Dallas did all those things and lost the game to Tampa Bay last week. Do, uh, do you think that maybe Dallas isn't as good as – or maybe Tampa Bay isn't as good as you know. I, I think I think Dak Prescott looked good. Um, I just think you you. I think my I just don't think Mike McCarthy is a very good head coach. Oh wow! Okay. And I've said that for a long time. Oh, he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, so did Barry Switzer. You know, Larry Coker had one of the greatest college football teams ever in Miami. They went undefeated. They never lost mm-hmm. the game. He wasn't a good head coach. Okay, let's just let's just it is what it is. That's Dallas's problem. They still may win the East. Dak looked good. Tampa, I just don't know how they win that game, turning it over as much as they did and all that other stuff. But aside from that, I brought you on because you you once caught passes from one Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. What was his deal on Sunday? Is he rusty? Was that something the Saints was doing? Was it a little bit of both? Because I know a fan in you is like, no rust. That was the Saints all the way they owned them. But no. the objective part of you is like, there, there was something off. No. I... The weird thing about Green Bay, I said this, look, they could they could go to the Super Bowl this year. I wouldn't be surprised even after Sunday's performance. Or it could completely fall apart because of the players versus management yeah. schism that is happening. And when things go south in a locker room, the us versus them – is not good to have on a team. Right. But really when you think about it, as far as the Packers go, and I said this before in the show, passing game-wise, once you take away Devontae Adams, what else do you have? Well, you just have Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you know, some the great quarterbacks can make ordinary yeah. receivers look like look extraordinary at times or at least, you know, yeah. really good quality. But I'm just saying if no one else is getting open and you have DeMario da- Davis is there. Pre- well, how good was Davis, man? Very good. God. 
Quan Alexander. He looked good too. Nine months removed from an Achilles tear. I know. If he ends up staying healthy this season, that'll be one of the greatest contracts, yeah. not for him, but no, from yeah. a team standpoint yeah, in franchise history. Now, you know, there, there's a lot of ifs there. There's something I, I, and, and look, I still do have worries about the depth on the Saints. Um, At what position? On the O-line, I know McCoy got hurt in the first series, and they still look great, but I still have questions there. And, yeah, I mean, at, 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 at a lot of spots. But how, did on they the come D-line. out and say how bad his injury was? Uh, no, no. At the time of recording this, we don't we don't know yet. Okay. Um, but it just, yes, I, I did, in general, like it's not even so much one position. I, I felt like the Saints had one of the deepest rosters in football the last couple of years, and this year they just have a lot of – inexperience or got just not as much depth, not a ton in the middle. But I, I do have to point out that the Saints have drafted very well since Jeff right. Ireland got there. Yep. And uh, how about that 2017 draft class? All Four guys from that draft class have signed extensions worth $328.6 million collectively, right. worth up to. Yeah, I've seen that this morning. Hendrickson in Cincinnati, Lattimore with the Saints, um, Alvin Kamara, of course, with the mm-hmm. Saints. Uh, Marcus Williams, not with the Saints. Oh, excuse me, with the Saints. I didn't even include him because he's on a one-year deal, but that that will change. You know, that'll be bigger. And then Ramchek got his big deal. So, you know, those guys are starting to starting to get paid. And Lattimore agrees to the contract right before kickoff and then goes out, plays, knees hurt a little bit, injures his thumb, has to have surgery. He's week to week. But, I thought um, he played well, though. He played great. Yeah. I mean, Adams had two catches for 37 that went for a lot was like – it was the perfect throw. Like he yeah. had per he, he had but as good a coverage as you could have on it. It actually wasn't that was actually on the safety, if you look at the coverage. Because he thought he had help on the outside. So it was no Lattimore was uh I mean Lattimore's the best cornerback in franchise history. Right. You know, and and do you pay him, do you not pay him? You you pay him. Definitely. You pay him. You know I mean you, you figure out will Williams get paid next year? I don't know. That's next year, guys. I'm just enjoy the moment. I hope so. And all this Man, they just they didn't give us a chance without, you know, Michael Thomas and <laughs> you know the the injuries and everything else, man. They just didn't give us a chance and I want them to give us credit instead of asking Who's 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 them? The media. Outside of Louisiana. I wanted them to give the Saints credit instead of questioning Aaron Rodgers. You watch too much ESPN. I do. You got, you got you got to go some other places. No offense, I mean this is ESPN fourteen twenty, but I you go you go there. All they do is they this you know there was there's there's plenty of Saints love and um you know admiration for the from a from a play calling standpoint and a game plan standpoint that was one of Sean Payton's greatest game plans yeah, play calls. Right. I mean he, right. he he called the perfect game. You're right, and and I said this yesterday. Sean Payton is a great coach when we're the underdog, but it's when we're the favorite and when the issue comes, in my opinion. And I that's what I that's when I knew. Like I said, I'm not worried about this game because every time Sean Payton has been the underdog, whether it's been Drew Brees being hurt or Michael Thomas being out or something crazy happening, he always shows up, coaches a hell of a game, and we win and we're on top of the world. But it's when we're expected to win couple times in the playoffs we already beat Tampa Bay twice it's the third time we like easy game nothing and you know 
I don't know, man. It's just so I knew we're the underdog this year. Nobody expects us to win. Hurricane out of everything going up. all in, and you know, and now and and we're the underdog. No one cares. So I'm saying no one cares. I mean, we care, but the outside as, world. As Sean care. Payton and Alvin Kamara said uh, about, oh, you guys had to move practices and you had to go and do this, and now you had to go to another city, and no one cares. The NFL doesn't care. They don't care what you're having to go through. They yeah, care they if don't. you win or lost. The fans and those in New Orleans and, and the surrounding areas that had mm-hmm. to de- that are still dealing with that, they don't care about us being, you know, inconvenienced a little bit. Right. They just want us to win. Right. And, uh, things went out and did it. They did. And you're just feeling you're feeling good, but I, I feel I sense sense a little bit of spite in your voice. No, I'm just I'm excited, but I do understand that it's a long season. <laughs> don't. don't. But I, I, I came in here with this attitude because I just, I just wanted to you, show you, you that. Know, I can't tell if you have your chest stuck out or if you just, I mean, I know you bench like 800 pounds. No, or if it's just man. that big. But I, I couldn't tell if you just I, had it sticking out on purpose. No, man, I'm just saying like in, I, it's a very long season. And so. I'm glad I'm glad to hear you say that. I mean, I, I, I want Saints fans to enjoy week one. Don't look so far ahead in everything else or get mad about what some – jabroni said that you're not fully enjoying right the moment from sunday that's that's all i want you to i want you just to just don't don't let ride the wave of that dopamine because once you head back to work scott, james at some point you know yeah you're right but scott like you have to understand all, because i play sports i know how this thing works and i know that monday you can you can ride that wave sunday possibly monday but tuesday that's over with for the week. players, right? Yeah, for, it's a new week. No, I'm, I'm just talking about the fans. So, I'm not so, talking yeah. about the players. See, I'm just me, talking I can't, about the I can't, yeah. I can't. You do still that. have the player in you. Yeah, I can't. You still like, have the player in you because, like, the way I feel now, I came up in here with that attitude because I wanted to prove a point to you. <laughs> but in I my in my mind, it. in my mind, it. I'm already like, okay, that's over with. Let's move on. Now, did you? Did you? You know me. I, I think you know me well enough. You know that, like. On Sunday, I was oh yeah, I, I was in heaven. I know. You know that, right? Like, I know. I mean, I, I my kids were looking at me like, "What the hell is wrong with dad?" Like, actually, I had, a, I had a very proud dad moment. So, after the first touchdown, when Kamara scored on a little shovel pass, my son goes, "Dad, play crunk." He did. Yeah, oh yeah. He said, "Play crunk." The Yin Yang Twins songs, where you know, at the home games, they play it after a touchdown, and I said, "All right." Let's crank it up. Let's crank it up. And, um, you know, I bet you those guys, Atlanta natives, when the Saints play real, when the Saints are good, they're like, ooh, we're going to get some of them royalty checks yeah. this year. Yeah. We're going to get some of those royalty <laughs> checks. Falcons, nah, nah. We just want the Saints to roll. That's so those crazy to me. Downloads and royalty checks That's can come crazy. in. Let's get those downloads up. ESPN1420.com. All right. When we come back, Maddie Hudak returns to the show. We talked to Maddie. It was the last time James was on. She had a good laugh at his expense regarding <laughs> the Beastie Boys Easy E thing, for those that may remember. Um, but the Tulane sideline reporter, the co-host over at ESPN 100.3 in New Orleans, and the Saints writer for the Saints Wire over at USA Today joins us next on The Great Scott Show. Don't go anywhere. It's ESPN 1420.
Welcome back into the great Scott show. I'm Scott Prather, former Packers wide receiver, Rage Occasion wide receiver, hardcore die hard Saints fan James Butler. Was that intro better? Scott, no, it's not because I need you to say Rage and Cajun football receiver okay. first and then say the Green Bay. I love like, the, You don't even have to say the, the Green Bay. I love part. the pride. I love it. He's just like, <laughs> he's like let that. me rep you well. I don't even care about the NFL part. <laughs> um, and uh, joining us now is, as promised, Maddie. Maddie, I don't know about you. I think, I think anytime James comes on with me, we just need to make it a tradition just to have you on. Heck, I'm I'm about it, and I appreciate the No Sleep Till Brooklyn uh, intro this time. Yeah, old No Sleep Till Brooklyn by Ice Cube, right, James? See, let's see. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't agree to coming on with y'all. Y'all going to continue to do this. I don't agree. Um, Maddie writes for the Saints USA Today. She uh, co-hosts over at ESPN 100.3 in New Orleans quite a bit. Uh, you can hear her on with uh, my guy Gus Cattengale and, uh, when he's out as well. And she is the sideline reporter for the Tulane Green Wave. And um, you can follow her on Twitter at MattyHudak underscore 94. James, I, I'll, I'm just going to have to put it out there. I don't know if you were going to say it, but, I mean, do you have a bone to pick with Maddie here before yeah, we get started? I, I, I do. I do because, oh. um, you know, I, last time I was on here, you know, I, I needed more Twitter interaction. And... Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, you know, Maddie, she did a thing. You know, she added me back, but the, she don't even interact with me on Twitter or nothing. Well, do you tweet at her? I don't tweet at her, but oh, I, I <laughs> but I say things that I feel like she should respond to, but she I, don't do it. But how do you? you, know? you so you don't tweet at her. It might not even show. Listen, Scott, you, you don't even tweet at me sometimes, man. Well, so I, so you know what? This is directed towards you too. Search out your tweets from now on. I appreciate it. I you know, I appreciate not. you saying I that. I need you to, to, to tag <laughs> me no. in it. No. Well, first Scott. of all, sometimes you just text me. Like, why do we have to interact on like Twitter? Because I need more followers. <laughs> That's why I need followers. I need people to know. Oh, who is this guy? Right, I tell you, know? you what. You just you you cut. If I see a fire tweet from you on my timeline, I will quote tweet it. I will. Oh, everybody, look at. <laughs> Look at this guy. Look at this Listen. former UL wide receiver. I won't mention that you know you caught passes from Aaron Rodgers since that's not what you want. But Scott, I don't care if oh, I tweet. Why not? This is the rock in my shoe, and I tweet a picture of it. I need you to retweet okay. it, and I need you to hey, interact with me okay. on Twitter, Maddie. You too, because you got a lot of followers too. I need more interaction. This is why this is, I only have ninety now. When I was on this show the last time, I had eighty-eight. Yeah, but your account was now like, I'm at ninety. But I unlocked it. Yeah. But it's, I'm just at ninety. I have three hundred and ninety. That's well, not. I, I feel like I feel like you're you're deflecting responsibility here. On to who? On on to others. On to Maddie and I. Like we, you got it. Come on, you got ESPN fourteen twenty and dot com. Let's 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 talk about the Saints here and tweet about tweet to James later. I appreciate um, it, <laughs> Maddie. Um, what what? There are a lot of places to go from from last Sunday's <laughs> game. What was your number one takeaway? Very general, you know, question to open things up. But your number one takeaway from the Saints' dominant performance over the Packers? Uh, that we should all probably stop complaining uh, when they draft uh, players in the trenches and not a bunch of skill players because that game was pretty much just won by the Saints' line on either side of the ball. And to me, it really didn't even have to get past that stage. 
I mean, what did I say earlier, James? I said the the least talked about aspect of the Saints' win was was how they dominated in the trenches. Right. And she leads with that, but that was, you know, you you're a guy that that um that played. I mean, watching watching that game unfold in the trenches, and I know Christian Ringo is a, a, a very mm. close friend of yours. I mean, what yeah. what was your big takeaway there, James? Well, actually, it's crazy, Matt, that you bring that up because. I text my mom. You know, my mom is a diehard Saints fan too, and I texted her during the game, and I actually said the same thing. I said, "I see why the Saints draft lineman in the first. I literally said that. So because that game, it was obvious that it was one in the trenches. Like it wasn't even close. Like it was. Green Bay just looked like they weren't physical. But then I seen a report that came this morning that said that they didn't play anybody in the preseason. They only had seven padded practices. <clears throat> something like that. So I'm not trying to discredit the Saints, yeah, what but I'm just saying. Here, I'm just saying, like, you know, they weren't physical. You they, know? You get out physical, um, it opens everything else up. Uh I, I you know, Jameis Winston versus Taysom Hill was in my opinion, never really much of a mm-hmm. debate as who was gonna play. But when we had you on last, it still hadn't been decided yet. You had some nice things to say about Ian Book. Um in terms of Jameis's <laughs> performance on Sunday, Maddie. What what was your biggest takeaway? I, I was absolutely blown away by Jameis Winston, to be honest with you. I I had a feeling that he would look better than we had seen in the preseason, just, you know, but with Sean Payton and, and his offensive game plan. But and I'll point to the same play that Jameis Winston pointed to, uh, throwing away the ball and that incompletion. Uh, that showed me maturity. We all know he can swing it. We all know that he can, you know, get the deep balls downfield. Even Drew Brees could see that. But, he said that he had ran the same play in practice and Caden Ellis had intercepted it. And so when he saw the linebacker kind of sitting on Alvin Kamara, he looked for his receivers, looked back at Kamara and made the decision to throw it away. And I'm with Winston that that was my favorite play of the game from him. Yeah, we, we had a caller on Monday that called and said that was the most impressive play uh, that he saw. And then you mentioned, referenced Peter King's article. They're at the 37 he brings up how they worked on it in practice and acknowledges, you know, in the past, I wouldn't have done this. I think when a player begins to, like, it's not so much that a light bulb comes on as much as it is actually seeing the results of right. sort of, you, you know, you hear players say, man, I put in all this work, and when I started to see the results, I think for Jameis, I think week one for him was I see the results of of, of doing, you know, not taking the chances. He said, look, Drew Brees taught me, Sometimes the best play is an incompletion, and and um, that was more you know that was most evident on that incompletion. The fifty-five yard bomb was great. Um, you know yeah. the 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 touchdowns to Johnson were great, but uh, but I think to your point, I mean, that's what everyone said about. It. It's never been a question about his arm, right, James? Right. It's always right. been about can he just can he make the right decisions. Man, that that throwaway play is funny because I actually thought the whistle was blown dead because he like like everything kind of stopped he had for the a mo- second. Most time he had in the pocket, and all I was day. like, what is go- I was like, what is going on? Like, I was like, because you know, early in the game, he took off a few times. So when he was just standing there, I'm thinking, was the whistle blown? Like, what is going on? And I see a receiver to his left that's just sitting there, but he's covered. So I'm like. <laughs> Maybe the play stopped and they just didn't hear the whistle or something like that. I don't know. But, Matt, you said you were surprised. I actually wasn't. I've seen this coming. This is the guy that told us uh, and still firmly believes, even after one game, that Jameis Winston will be the league MVP. Why do you keep throwing it even after one game, Scott? Uh, that, it's what? not going to change after week two either. What? what? <laughs> 
So he's gonna he's gonna throw eighty five touchdowns this year, James. Maybe and possibly. no interceptions. We don't know. We don't know. Do but you only twenty five hundred passing yards. Right, right. Two thousand five hundred <laughs> passing yards. No, I, I I do know that he's not gonna throw eighty five touchdowns, James. How do you know that? I know. But how do you know? Because I mean, hey, look, seventeen games now. Maybe maybe he will. He's not throwing eighty five. Fair enough. I guess. He's man. A, you know, never but, say never. Hey, you know what? I think we can agree. He was just. Uh, I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my uh, my trainer he told me, he said, "What did he say?" He just told us to be prepared. <laughs> Jameis, uh, making it happen. So, uh, I think some fans are salivating, Maddie, about, oh man, if they look that good this week, you know, what about when Onyemata comes back from suspension, or you add Bradley Roby to the mix, or Michael Thomas, or you know, I think for me, I told James this earlier. My biggest concern still is the depth on this team. Love what I saw on Sunday. What is your biggest concern right now as we record this interview the day after the game in regards to the Saints? Even I'm not, I'm not trying to take away from the win, but it's not like uh, I, I can be like James and say that they're going to go uh, 20-0 and, and, and you know, Jameis is going to throw 85 touchdowns. But is that impossible? So at the eighty-five touchdowns, I know that's a bit much, okay. but it's going twenty they're and zero impossible. They're not. It's it's not impossible. It's ninety-nine point nine percent. Well, let's let's do it week by week. So next week, what's your prediction right now? So when I get oh, back I from the Orleans, I think they'll beat Carolina. So you think that was final yeah. score? What you say right now? Jeez, James, I don't know. Um, Scott, because I'm not going to see you until next week. Ask me again. Like let's 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 let Maddie answer questions since you interrupted me, and then I'll answer. Oh yours. wow! Okay, right. I'm sorry. I'll Maddie, what is your what is your? I mean, we have a guest, James. She's giving us her valuable time. I don't Maddie, know why you're trying. Maddie is a you friend. Need, you need to apologize to your. She friend. is a friend. She's not a guest. She is a friend. Okay, who our doesn't friend, talk to me okay. on Twitter. Maddie, our friend Maddie Hudak, <laughs> Maddie, my friend. What um what what is your biggest concern right now for the Saints? Yeah, I think that the depth was actually a little bit better than anticipated to start that game. Uh, my biggest concern would be the injuries to Marshawn Lattimore, Eric McCoy, and then potentially also Marcus Davenport. I saw that he kind of left mm-hmm. with an unspecified injury. I thought it was super commendable that without Onyemata and without their first-round draft pick, Peyton Turner, that they were still getting the interior pressure that they did. But you take away Davenport from that equation, and it gets a little dicier, and same thing with the offensive line. You know, I thought Cesar Ruiz did really well at the center role, but is Calvin Throckmorton, you know, ready to start playing from here on out? Um, the only good thing with the cornerback position is that Adebo, I think, frankly, surprised a lot of people with his play. That it wasn't a sure thing whether he was going to start this week, not wanting to throw out, you know, a rookie against Aaron Rodgers, which apparently, you know, ended up being a very good thing for him because his first NFL interception was against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but they get Bradley Roby next week in that position. So less concerned about cornerback, but more, you know, a little concerned about that defensive line depth now. All right. Uh, I'm I'm with her on that. Davenport, do you know, Maddie, do you, you know the actor Stephen Dorff? Uh, yes. James, do you know Stephen Dorff? No, Dorf I do is? not. No, did, I do not. Did you see no. the original Blade? With I Wesley did. Snipes? I Remember the, the, the villain in it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Stephen Dorff. Okay. So Stephen Dorff has been in movies since he was a kid. Okay. And you look at his IMDb and then you, you look you think back of like these good detective season three. He was he was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You think of Blade, you think, man, there's some really good standout performances in there. Mm-hmm. But then you look and there's just like tons of just like fear dot com and just like garbage movies. Right. Davenport is like he just has these epic performances and then 
Ugh. Just disappears. It, yeah. Whether it be injury or whatever. <laughs> and it's so, you know, again, at the time of this recording, I mean, it, it could change. We could know more by the time this airs. But, like, Jeff Duncan reporting, he's hearing it could be bad for Davenport. It's like he's like the Stephen Dorff. He, like, has these performances <laughs> where you're like, man, how's this guy, like, not in more stuff? How is he not bigger? And then you look at the rest of the IMDb page, you're like, okay, well, that's why. Okay. You know? So so Davenport is Dorf. That's what I'm rolling with. I'm actually more concerned with McCoy than Davenport, though. In terms of what it could do to the O-line? Yeah, because that's a, that's a huge loss, even though – Ruiz says he's feel more comfortable at center. I still don't, you know. McCoy is just—he's a beast. He's, he's a beast, he's a you beast. know. And that, and that's—I'm more concerned with that one than Davenport because when I seen him limping off the field, I was like, oh god, like what, who? Because I didn't know he was the backup center. So when they shifted him over, I was like, okay, well that that makes sense because you know he played that position in college, and he he looked great. I have to admit so. But I'm I'm more concerned yeah. with that because I don't want McCoy to be out for an extended period. No, of time. man, you need that old line unit to be healthy and together. Sorry, uh, to my friend Maddie, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was going to say the only point of positivity there, uh, just to your point, James, about Cesar Ruiz playing really well there, is that the Saints do draft and look for versatile linemen on the D line and the O line for a reason. And the fact that you know their starting right guard is able to be a legitimate backup center, which is not an easy position to play. I don't feel like people always appreciate the role of center. And then you see you know backup center throwing a bunch of high snaps, and you realize how important that role is. Uh, and I think that Zach Street coming in, if, if there's anything that could maybe help with that type of loss, it could be the coaching. And I think the Saints have one of the stronger coaching staffs, but. That's definitely going to be a test, especially as we just opened this with talking about how the line dominated that game on both sides and was pretty much, you know, the deciding factor right off the bat. ESPN1420.com. Matty Hudak, our guest. That is James Butler. I'm Scott Prather. Uh, 24-20, James. Saints. So you really think it's going to be that close? Yeah. You really think the Carolina Panthers are going to score 20 points after Aaron Rodgers just scored three? (laughs) Yes. I mean, every game is every game is a, a it's a, it's it's different. I know. Every, every season well, is every the game. game Where's the game at? It's in Carolina. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If it was in back in the dome, which hopefully they're back there, you know, by week four. Speaking of Maddie, I know you you, you went through a good bit with the storm. As you know, I was following your your um, <laughs> storm adventures on social media. But but how is everything right now for you? Uh, thankfully, I am back in my house with power and. Uh, internet and basic amenities it really does make you appreciate uh the little things but that was a very long two-week vacation to about six different places well i'm glad you're back and uh, i know for not just new orleans but all the surrounding communities and and laplace and thibodeau and all you know everything down there um it's for folks that don't really follow football or understand fandom just a game like that oh yeah it's just week one regular season when the Saints win, man, it get, it, it truly does right. give everybody a lift. So, um, you know, shout out to them for that, and, and the, the players were very cognizant of that when they were talking about it in uh, in post game. Um, anything else, Maddie? Before we let you run, any 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 questions for James, uh, your friend uh, James <laughs> Butler, or uh, any comments sure. you want to make about the Saints before we let you go? Well, James, just to throw this at you, uh, you, you played wide receiver. What wide receiver on the Saints impressed you the most yesterday? You know, I'm kind of upset Callaway only had one catch. I'm, I, I expected I him. I expected that battle between him and Alexander to be, like, legit. 
But the fact that he was only targeted what twice and he only had one catch, I, I was kind of disappointed with that. Is that? Do you have him on your fantasy team? No comment because you said no See, one cares. You no, said no one cares. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm not I, I just. I, just I feel so like. I, I feel like that's just. That's what's. That's what's taught. Yeah. Good, it was, I feel like no one cares about your team. I just want to make sure that your analysis is not skewed because of some sort of personal. But Scott, like, how you gonna? You know, he got two targets. No one. Know. No one. Uh, uh, Adam Troutman had six targets. You see how many he dropped though? I think he dropped three. like three of them. He dropped yeah. three. Jawan Johnson had three targets. He caught all of them. No one, you know, well, Kamara had four, but like it was, there were only 20 pass attempts, you know, I and mean, that's it. <laughs> I mean, you're mad at Callaway. I just, it, the game no, plan I'm not didn't mad call at it. I'm not it. mad. I just thought they were going to give him a chance to compete. So you, against... were, you were disappointed in his number of targets, not necessarily in him. No, yeah, the number of targets. I, I thought that because, you know, we know that he has, you know, rapport with James Winston. I just thought that they were going to not necessarily force the issue, but they were going to let him battle against, you know, the corners. So you'll, I think you'll see more Callaway this week. Oh, definitely. I do. And I'm not dropping them for my team. Nope. Your fantasy. See, that's why I didn't, that's why I didn't say it. That's why I didn't say anything. Is the, the name of your time. fantasy team Pass the Mic by Easy E? <laughs> you know what? I think this is my last time coming on this oh, show. I appreciate, no, no. I appreciate everyone who listens. I think this is it. I thought you I were fr- you're gonna, you're gonna you're friends with Maddie. You can't leave her hanging. I like get that. on the show with Maddie then. All I'm right, not, I'm not, you know, I'm not. That, that's they do need to have when she's on in New Orleans. She needs to bring on James Butler, but but yeah. they, but 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 he doesn't want you to introduce him as former Packers wide receiver. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't want the NFL acclimate. That's right. That's right. Former UL wide receiver James Butler. Uh, former e, former Sports Center top ten with a with that one handed grab in the New Orleans. Tw- I'm sorry, twice. two time. Because I had the one in uh, against Arkansas State too. There you go All with right. the uh, two feet. I knew that. Thing. I'm your friend. I remember. You know, I just want to make sure. I remember. You know, just, you know. I remember. I'm not trying to brag anything, but I'm they just saying. They sent those highlights to, um, I think, Brass Monkey by Dr. Dre. But I'm just, I'm not, I'm, not respond, I'm not responding to that. <laughs> I just want you to get my intro right whenever I come back on the show. Former Raging Cajun standout wide receiver James no, Butler. No, former Raging Cajuns, former ESPN top 10. Okay. Twice. <laughs> okay. Okay, and the, man, and the time, man that predicted the Saints would be the Packers. And, yeah, and, and four-time New Orleans Bowl winner. Come on, man, you got a lot of stuff you could say. All right. I, State Trooper, what else? I, I, I'll throw that in there right, I appreciate the it. Just don't say – you don't have to say former Green Bay I'll Packers I'll just say former receiver. NFL wide receiver. Thank you, I appreciate that. Because right. you, threw, you threw, like, the Green Bay thing after they just got annihilated. So I, I can't say the word, but after they just got demolished by the Saints, you just – like, why you got to do that? So everyone's sitting there laughing at me. No one's laughing at you. You know, so. I'm laughing with you. Yeah. Laughing well, with That's you, what right. you do with friends, right, Maddie? <laughs> exactly. All right. And, uh, and uh, interact on Twitter. That's right. Apparently. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> you, you, now, now he is asking you to go to his profile, scour I'm through not, his tweets and respond to them. I'm not saying that. All I'm you saying gotta, is you when you see something. on Twitter. When you see something on there. But here's the thing. Here's how the, the algorithm works. If you tag her or I more often and we respond, then I'm serious. Then you're then you're going to show up on the timeline more. Just because you tweeted doesn't mean it shows up on our timeline. Oh, so you're saying like just because? <clears throat> so the fact that I only have maybe like <laughs> 90 follows is the fact that y'all tweets show up more consistently on my timeline. Correct. Then okay, I see what Correct. you're saying. I thought y'all was just ignoring me this no, whole time. No, I don't. I don't see. You no. know, I, I not at all. I would never do that.
You do it all the time. No, I don't. Yes, you do. I don't. You do it have all I the time. Have I ever not responded to yes, a text to a text you yes, sent? Yes, I will pull it up right now. And I didn't respond? I will put matter of fact, I will post it too <laughs> on Twitter so everyone Dang. can see. Yes, you have. All right. I don't think Maddie needs to be here for this. I feel like we need to bring a therapist. <laughs> nah, Ma- no, no, Maddie do- she does need to be here for this because she ignores me on Twitter too. That's she don't true. respond to nothing that's I say. Not, oh, that's no. not true. I defer to the algorithm. All right. There, there you go. Maddie, um, we really appreciate it. Everybody, if you're listening, go follow her at Maddie Hudak underscore nine four. Uh, one of my favorite follows. And um, her stuff does show up on my timeline. Wow. Uh, it does. It does. Wow. So my so mine just disappears when I when I tweet it. I, on your if timeline. you tag me more often, I she will begin to but you didn't like it, to and then it will show up on my timeline. But she don't tag you either. So how how does my stuff disappear but hers show up? Man, you just it's you a conspiracy, to, James. Okay, don't okay. tell him. Well, don't I, tell him, <laughs> Maddie. Maddie, we're gonna let you run. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks Maddie. Thanks. Bye. Oh man, I mean, what? You have a guest on trying to be cordial and nice and. You're gonna. You need to be a gentleman, James. Maddie's cool, man. She's a friend. All right. Is there anything else we 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 need to add here? The Cajuns. All right. Hold that thought. James Butler. We're so recording. To see. We're recording. Um, his thoughts on the Cajuns will come to you tomorrow. Okay. On the airwaves, he has a lot to say. I have a lot to say. I can't wait. You can't wait. He'll be back tomorrow on the Great Scott Show to share his thoughts on the Cajun football team. Coming up next, Jay Walker, play-by-play man for the Raging Cajuns. He's going to come on. We're going to talk a lot about UL. We'll talk a little LSU, a good bit about the Saints, college football in general, terrible tune Tuesday, and more. It is all coming your way. The 8 o'clock hour of the Great Scott Show comes up next. The name of this song is Jimmy James. That is James <sighs> Butler. We'll be right back. You need to James play is back tomorrow. I'm back right after this with Jay Walker. It's ESPN 1420. What happened to Chopper Style? Next time. Okay. I, I mean, I, it's, it's just not what I play on the show. That's it's all. the Saints win, bro. You got to, you know. Oh, with the Saints, UL, LSU. When they all win on a weekend, I play Glorious every okay. Monday. Okay. What win? Okay. No more. All right, James Butler will be back tomorrow because he still has a lot to say. Don't go anywhere. ESPN 1420.